How's it going, everyone, and welcome back to the Playmakers Corner Podcast. I am your host for today, Mason Austin, and I'm going to be talking about a few more of our requests. I'm going to go ahead and be talking about two offensive and two defensive linemen today. To go ahead and get it started, I'm going to tell you about what I look for when I'm breaking down an offensive lineman film. And, you know, just getting it started for the O-linemen, I look at their footwork, hand fighting, pole blocking, pass protection, run and combo blocking, their strength, athleticism, their vision, how they see the field, and then how they move in space. To go ahead and get started, I'm going to talk about my first offensive lineman of the day out of Rock Canyon High School, Keegan Hamilton. I just want to talk about how he has a great first step and he's not afraid to be the first person to make contact. That is really shown in his pass protection. He is a great pass blocker. He definitely gets it done, you know, making all of the right movements, using his great footwork to just try and maneuver into the right position, if you would, to make a play. He doesn't reach or overreach for people in the passing game. He definitely is very athletic and shows it when he makes his first and you know initial movements in space he seems to be a very you know fluent runner and can definitely get to where he needs to go and i think that his combo blocking is something that i really had fun watching in his film his combo blocking you know allowed him to kind of be on that next level of a blocker Going into a few areas of improvement for this guy, I think that he really needs to work on his pole blocking. I didn't see a whole lot of it, but when I did, it seemed like he was kind of just a step late, and I think that comes out of, you know, his footwork being just a hair off while pole blocking. I'm not saying it's off all the time because his pass blocking footwork is textbook, but, you know, that being said, I think you know, his field vision, he doesn't look to go down the field and hit the next guy every play. And I think that he really could because he's a strong guy and he definitely finishes plays. So if he could just make that movement to make it to that next level, I feel he could definitely become a you know next level guy. I think part of his problem when he's pull blocking and just blocking in general is he stands a bit high because he has one of the best size and frames, I think, in the state. You know, he is 6'4", 290 pounds, at least that's what he's listed. And it's definitely shown that he's 6'4", because he he stands up very high. And that's partially on him, partially on just, you know, his body and needing to be able to maneuver his hips just a little bit lower. I feel like he'd finish twice, if not more, amount of his blocks. Now, looking into the future for this guy, you know, it doesn't look like he has any offers yet, anything of that nature. But he definitely, in my opinion, has a D1 size. Like I said, one of the best sizes in the entire state. It looks like on his Twitter, what it says is he does have a look from South Dakota and just got to go take a visit and everything like that. And then reaching out to him at this point, it doesn't look like he has, you know, any offers or anything of that nature. But I definitely think this guy can play D1. As of right now, I say his technique and everything puts him at a like top tier d2 but i think just refining a few little things getting his hips a little bit lower finishing a few more blocks and those d1 offers would rack in for this guy he is definitely someone to be like watching out for and you know just being able to get it done with all that being said um 
I'm going to go ahead and take a break and then talk about my next offensive lineman. Alrighty, welcome back. Let's go ahead and talk about our next offensive lineman, another tackle out of Boulder High School, Damian Ocon. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your last name, man. I'm going to start in with great pass protection. Again, another great pass protector. You know, he makes the perfect footwork and movement to just get back into position to make whatever he needs to get done. Done. I gave him a seven on pass protection, and that's pretty high. You know, a lot of guys in this you know 5a 4a all of those you know divisions they don't really get above like a 6 6.5 but the last two guys have got over a 7 and that just shows and it's a testament to how good they are at it he doesn't reach which is something i really like to watch when you're pass blocking a lot of people like to reach they like to lean forwards and try and you know get to their guy before their guy gets to them when you need to just sit back let them come to you and hit somebody and he definitely does that and it's shown with his strength. He's a very strong guy. I think that, you know, that is shown in his combo blocking mainly because he can overtake the combo if the next guy has to move to the next level, you know, and he has no problem doing it. He overtakes it and he makes the play happen. I really like watching how he, you know, executes combo blocks and executes his you know, pass protection, I have it written down in my notes right here that his execution on pass block and combo blocking is near perfect. That is something that is, you know, a testament to his game. And it is shown time in and time in, again on his film. With all that being said, I want to go into a few areas of improvement for this guy. I think one of my biggest things that I have to, you know, kind of say about him is I didn't see him pull block like at all, which, you know, that's kind of just a scheme thing. That's nothing there, you know, so I could only give him a three on pull blocking because I didn't see it. I couldn't, couldn't attest to his pull blocking, but his movement in space is something I think he needs to work on. His athleticism can get him there, but he doesn't move fluently. And that is something that I think is kind of you know, a blurred line that people don't see is moving fluently and getting somewhere is two different things. Moving fluently is, you know, making it through the line, knowing who you're going to block, getting there. And then not moving fluently is, you know, you know, letting your athleticism do it for you and getting to that next block when you get to the next block. Those are my biggest things that I think he needs to just kind of maneuver and work on, you know, coming up. I feel if he could use the strength that he does have, because he, like I said, he is a very strong guy, in the initial attack, he would probably be able to, you know, take out a lot of doubt and everything that anyone has on his game, because he would just be able to just knock someone on their butt and hit the second guy. There'd be no problem, because he is a very strong individual. So, if he could figure out a way to just kind of, you know, allow his strength to overcome in the beginning, I think a lot of this would be ironed out. With all that being said, looking into kind of a future for this guy, I have him at a D3 or an NAIA as of right now. I think that he could definitely go a JUCO and shoot up to that next level and just kind of, you know, be maybe a high level D2 guy. I definitely think that he can play on the next level and he should play on the next level. Um, 
yeah, I, I like the way this guy plays his game. I like seeing the pass blocking he's getting. So with all that being said, I'm going to take a break. And when I come back, we're going to go ahead and talk about our first defensive guy. Alrighty, welcome back. And I'm going to go ahead and get started talking about our first defensive lineman. But before I do so, I'm going to go through kind of the categories that I look at when breaking down an edge rusher's film. And that is what this next guy is. I look at their speed rush, their versatility, kind of what stances they come out of, their run stopping, their power rushing, their technique and stance, and how they come out of their stance, footwork, hands, strength, pass coverage, and size and frame, because we are talking about people that rush the ball. Size and frame is kind of a fluent term here, because some of these guys do play outside linebacker, so we're not looking at them as a lineman size. That's just going to be said now. Going into this first guy... We have Ricardo Castillo out of Greeley West High School. Now I'm going to look straight into this guy's film. You know, I like his speed rush a lot, and I think he's very versatile. He comes from the outside linebacker position. You know, like I said, his size isn't great uh, at the D-line position, but when he's coming from the outside linebacker, he is a very good size. So I gave him a 5 on this because he does come from the three-point stance, which is where his versatility is. You know kind of comes into play because when he's playing on the outside he's 195 pound outside linebacker great size but when he's playing on the line he's 195 pound edge rushing you know defensive end not great size but looking at all of that you know i think that he is his versatility is one of my favorite parts of his game he's very fast and his speed rush around that edge unmatched he definitely you know has a knack for finding the ball and i think that that's something that is kind of an testament to his game if you watch his film especially in the heritage game that he played his knack for finding the ball and just being able to crash the edge jump around like he he was going sideline to sideline making plays wherever he could he hit the quarterback he hit the running back his run stopping was good his pass rushing was good when he was speed rushing like he he hand fought he did it all and i think that he did it effectively I think that is something that can be kind of like the testament for his game is he's a downhill player with a great knack for the ball. Like that is something that says everything about his game. Going into specifics, I really think that I like his technique and stance, both coming out of the linebacker position. He has a great, you know, over his chest two point stance, not leaning too far back, not falling forwards. He definitely, you know, his first step is downhill and he's willing to make the play when the plays need to be made. He is someone to watch out for, you know, coming into this next season because he is only a junior. So that being said, I'm going to go into a few areas of improvement for this guy. I think he needs to hit the weight room a little. And if he hit the weight room, that would, you know, just amp up that power rushing he has because there's times when he's power rushing where it seems to be just a bit of a struggle. And, you know, that's nothing like bad at all because his, you know, speed rush is something to be sought after. So, you know, speed rushing wise, if he could keep his speed and be able to just kind of get down and hit somebody a little bit harder, this is kind of shown in the Bear Creek game. You know, they got some good offensive linemen over there and some of it, you know, he seems to get a little bit washed out for a little bit. His speed definitely makes up for it. His power rushing is something, like I said, if he hits the weight room, that'll just keep growing. And I think that will help with his 
run stopping. His run stopping is something that I think could use some work. I gave it a 6.3, so it's above average, but it's not it's not perfect if that makes sense. You know, he's he definitely needs to be able to he has the field vision and the, you know, like I said a knack for finding the ball. He's able to find it and get there. I think this guy just needs to make that next step and get there. If I had to put, you know, kind of an outlook on this guy next year, obviously he's going to have a good season. I think that with his size and if he progresses the way I think he will, he'll be able to go D2, possibly D1, depending on, you know, everything, recruiting, all of that. But as it stands right now, I think he is a mid-grade D2 player, maybe, maybe a high-grade D2 player. And I think that that is kind of an testament to his game. And I think that's a fair, you know knack for how he would be if he went right now into a different place and went to college but he does have another year to prove us differently and i'm happy to do another film breakdown for him next year um but yeah that being said i'm going to talk about my last guy when i come back Now let's go ahead and talk about my next guy. He's another guy out of the class of 23, Caden Sahouse. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your last name, man. Out of Thunder Ridge High School, I'm gonna start talking about his speed rush. I just I can't I can't not talk about it first because I gave it a nine, and that is saying something because it is special. It is his fast first step, his aggressiveness to just you know break off the side and hit somebody. In his first play of his highlight film, he hits the quarterback over at Arapahoe High School, and I don't know how much he was actually touched by the offensive lineman as much as he yanked the offensive lineman around with him because he was just so fast. You know, that being said, I think that his power rushing is something to be sought after, and same with his technique. In the three-point stance, he is kind of unstoppable he's a uh, someone to be like kind of watching out for in the next year i'm glad he put his name on this list because it makes it even easier for me when i make my top five list next year to watch his film and put him in the running already you know for that i think that his power rushing is my favorite thing because it's showing how strong he is because he is strong he's strong and powerful and he gets it done time and time again his footwork is near perfect. He doesn't fall step. He doesn't, you know, move side to side very much. It's all downhill, getting to the ball, finding the ball, which is another thing he's very good at is finding the ball and hitting somebody. I think another thing I like to watch about this guy's game is his run stopping ability. He helps in the run game more than most edge rushers that we saw on our top five list this year. Uh, he, you know, breaks down, makes a tackle, hits inside, and he's not all about going at the quarterback. He's about playing the game of football and helping his defense get the, his offense in position to score and win. Now, with all of that being said, let's go ahead and talk about a couple things that are areas of improvement for this guy. For one, labeling him as an edge rusher kind of sucks for him because there is pass coverage and that he doesn't pass cover because he's coming out of the three-point stance on the D-line. But, you know, we have to, you know, bring it up that he doesn't pass cover. Now, I think for him, being able to work at fighting the hands on initial contact is something I saw him struggle with 
when you know in the power rush technique you know that first initial getting his hands to maneuver for him if he could get that you know dip and rip or that breaking of his hands kind of get a little bit more of a bag i don't think this guy could be stopped you know i think for him coming out of a four point stance in when he's playing a little bit more shimmied in when they're more in a bear technique might help him stay a little bit lower because he isn't undersized but he isn't like huge he's labeled at six foot one 230 pounds like i said he's not huge he's definitely not undersized i think that's another thing for him is if you hit the weight room gain just a little bit of weight i think this dude is gonna be you know on top if not the top guy next year i can't say for sure you know there's a lot of film to be watched and a lot of football to be played but looking at this guy he's definitely a dog and i can't say i wouldn't like to see him come out of a two-point stance on the edge like i think it would be kind of scary if he came out of a two-point stance on the edge because his speed rush is already impeccable so i think that that being said if he came out of that two-point stance he might not even get touched and that's something that's kind of scary to think of but looking into outlook for this guy i'm just gonna say right now he's a d1 guy he's a d1 guy for sure if he added a little bit of weight he's probably a, a d1 guy shooing like no no other you know he already has you know been invited to the 2022 all-american classic game you know he's gone and done a couple like junior days over at cu and a different couple of different places like that but it doesn't look like he has an offer yet but you know just keep up the good work man and they'll come in just keep playing your game and that's really all i can say about this guy so with all that being said that is the last guy i'm going to talk about for today so if you are listening to us you're probably listening to us on one of the podcasting platforms you know spotify apple music anchor any of those if not uh if you haven't already i mean go ahead and give us a follow on our twitter facebook instagram anywhere any social medias you know tiktok uh and twitch uh those are all at playmakers corner except for twitter is at playmaker corner go ahead and watch out for our twitch live streams about girls flag football it has been an exhilarating season simon and cody have been talking about them throughout the week we do do play player breakdowns on twitch as well go ahead and watch out for all of that being posted on our social medias and when those come out yeah and i've been your host today maze in austin peace